Hey everyone, this is Shannon Autumn from the Dreamzine and gradio.ca here at Curiosity Music Festival 2019, taking place at Snug Lake in BC. Sitting here, joined by Jay Reds. He just played an amazing set tonight and uh, did such a fun show. I really got intimate tonight with the crowd. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much for um, even taking the time to have the interview with me. That's super appreciated. Um, I I know that there's like hundreds of like really dope, talented people here. So to like get a second to sit down and chat is wicked. Um, the the getting intimate with the crowd thing too. The way that set kind of just went was the the first couple songs when I started in. I don't know, just there was like some sort of disconnect that wasn't totally landing. I was like, Sam has like four doobies rolled. Maybe I should just like sit down and let's all smoke a joint <laughs> and then let's keep going from there. And that seemed to be a good move. So I think I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely really playful. And I I appreciate how you, after uh, doing that, you just jumped down onto the ground and, and really made that eye contact, had that soulful moment as your your lyrics and your music is very soulful and in, it, like very uh, full of heart which I am so grateful for. Um, it adds such a, a beautiful conscious element to hip-hop, and it's, I think, what inspires people to to be a part of the community and to join together, to, to feel those good vibes. So props to you for doing that. Um, did you want to talk a little bit about your journey through music? Uh, you've been doing quite a few different things, putting your... Uh, your hands in multiple different talents, but uh, can you touch a little bit on music? Sure. Um, well, I think I think a lot of it is just like a stricken case of ADD. Like I I definitely couldn't do the same thing forever and just be satisfied with that. Um, so like I don't know, early music that was appealing to me was like a lot of like fast and aggressive and angry stuff, and you know um, as as the as you work through that in your life um the music sort of sort of started to take on more of a more context and the like the way that you just explained how you felt the set was is like the fucking gold that that's like what i was trying to create this set for this year um trying to bring the full uh, like eclectic sound that i have to an environment like this has been a tricky process over the years and it's definitely not one that I nailed off the hop. Um, like my music, I could understand for certain festival participants in certain situations why it would be maybe a little too much to handle and finding that balance, um, between like it being something I'm happy doing, something that is like danceable for the audience, something that is sonically pleasing that I will be able to, hopefully have like the younger generation fall in love with sonically maybe before they understand exactly what's going on and then potentially like the lyrics become building blocks to help them along the journey that maybe i owe it to like the kind of people who came before me did the same thing um and that's like what i write about half the time is just you know i, I leave like the worst music i ever made all online from when i was like 16 because it's like if you like what I'm doing now and you want to like take a look at kind of like where it started it fucking wasn't pretty <laughs> you know what I mean so um the the journey through it all like every every different angle that you take on 
teaches you something about whatever your like core construct is. So like I started out like super young, just like kind of playing drums because fucking my dad played drums with them. Started playing guitar, I'd say is like my first like real instrument. And then I moved on from guitar to drums because we couldn't find a drummer. And that when I started playing drums, it kind of taught me a lot of what I was doing wrong as a guitar player. And then I started doing like vocals in bands and then played bass with like Bush and the Dip and just like all like getting to have like a full spectrum image of what everybody wants out there. It's kind of like the focal point of what I'm trying to say musically on stage is finally just understanding that like it's not all about me. Like all artists want to feel like they're like special and they're different and we all are. But the reality is like when you're on a stage it couldn't be more not about you, <laughs> you know? And I guess it took a long time to kind of just, like, figure that out on my own, that, you know... And then in order to, like, get there, you have to face all the things that are, like, kind of blocking you from being able to get to that real level sort of thing. And that was... that was, was I, I fucking have always hated... I, I love stage designs, but I've always fucking hated being on a stage because it creates this, like, artificial hierarchy instantaneously, like... I'm up here, you guys are down there, sort of thing, and that's why I think I disconnect trying to be on that level. That's why I was like telling you starting the interview, I'm like, let's just do whatever's comfortable, sort of thing, because the more the more staged it becomes, the more staged my own answers become, because it's just my reflection of the environment that I'm in, sort of thing, and that is ultimately the music that I made is a reflection of the environment I in. I've been in from the trials and tribulations and the harsher struggles earlier on to you know my music is a lot has a lot more positivity to it and that's fucking because of half of the people here over the years so just kind of try to reflect that what is the creation process like for you when you're creating new song and uh, do you have a would you say a base inspiration when you're starting music or uh, starting a song I used to try to, I used to definitely have like a very specific formula and it's not that it doesn't exist to like some extent, but like it it used to be like I'd sit at home, I'd listen to, I'd go through like the beats, whether I was making one or I was like going through something other people made me, listen to it for like an hour and write like a 16 bar verse. And I was just like writing very, I've, I've, I've really had a problem with laying two hip-hops like 16 bars chorus 16 bars chorus bridge outro or pop music or however you want to look at it sort of thing um so i think rolling the dice constantly in new sort of formulas is the way to go because a you don't have to bring every composition you've ever written to the world and when you look at like you, you can go back and look at people like um like great composers like Mozart and Beethoven and like they're so accredited like in the musical community and education but they wrote like hundreds of songs that nobody cares about at all you know what i mean and so like just by laws of probability the more times that you take a run at that and the more different styles the more chance you have of coming up with something that's truly unique. And that's like almost like recycled word vomit from like sacred geometry and like Fibonacci videos, but it's all inter applicable. Um, so I think like the two biggest things when I'm writing 
are getting out of my own way. Like if the best songs I write don't require, it's, I'm I'm I don't I'm not really writing them. It's a, it's definitely like the ether and atmosphere is dictating things through me when it floods out on a page like that. And it, it's it's weird. Like I can tell like the ones I'm like, yeah, I wrote that one because yeah, it's not as good. You know what I mean? The universe helped me out with this one right here. This you can see the grander picture sort of thing. And I've just I've like really gotten to a lot of things that people would probably consider fringe. But the more I give into the nature of them, the more the more I start to see the form of where I'm going and what I'm trying to create becoming an actualized, tangible thing. And the set today was great because like I've worked on the set so hard to just finally bring it to this world, this environment. And the guy who was doing our sound, Alec, super, super nice guy. Um, and we, we just didn't have like one of the mics check to start up so at the last second he kind of had to like run around and get things so i could i could tell i wasn't just like he wasn't being a dick but i could tell that i wasn't his favorite person just out for his gun because we were just starting there was so much chaos and i was like and you got to do this too but then by the time i came off stage he came up to me and he was like man i don't even like hip-hop that was that was just some shit that wasn't hip-hop and i was like sick because i've been doing everything i can to get away from being put inside of that nutshell because i mean is like every is every like genre that contains a good like a distorted guitar like inherently rock is just trying to trying to make a melting pot and with so many uh, different technologies and so many different instruments and access to vocals or samples or anything we want all over the world it, it's really it's cool to see how much we can blend together and we don't have to be rigid to what we are anymore. It's really outside the box and there's so many ways to play around with music nowadays. Uh, something I've noticed is a lot of musicians have to wear different hats and so you, you say uh, you're a little ADD and so I, I want to just discuss with you the different elements and the different hats you have to wear as a musician and a, a marketer and uh, putting yourself on tour. You have to wear so many hats as a musician nowadays because like everybody was so happy with the deconstruction of labels. Everyone was like, these fucking record labels are taking all our fucking money. And da, 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 da. But then now they chastise artists for doing the things that labels did to make this the wheel spin you know and like tour buy-ons are like the big example people are like why the fuck would you pay five thousand dollars to go on this tour to pay to play is so dumb I'm like you know what else is dumb spending five thousand dollars on your own fucking tour that nobody comes to because you're not shit it's like you go on a big tour spend five grand to get on there play your merch game right do your networking there's opportunity there, like paid advertising, all these things that people just chastise you and chastise you for it. And it's just like, man, I just want to hear somebody hear my fucking songs. It's like, you know, and then you have that moment where it gets becomes so much beyond that, where like I, I've been quoting it like in the office, how Dwight is the assistant to the regional manager. I'm not like an assistant director of any of the things that I'm doing, but I'm an assistant to all of the directors here that kind of just fell in and, I don't like before I got on stage, just like watching how it all came together today. And I was like walking from the back of the stage and I like just started crying. And I was like, 
where the fuck is Fred? And Fred came around the corner crying. Like, where the fuck is Justin? <laughs> and we just like, that I would have never even in a million years imagined I could have possibly deserved. But it doesn't just come from doing the selfish part. Like, this wheel takes everybody to turn it. It's uh, it's all a part of the the team and the community that this festival and any festival for that matter really should be building. I think um, it takes a community, it takes a village to put it on. It takes a musician, it, it takes um, the the person doing sound, it takes <laughs> somebody interviewing. Exactly. Um, everything, everyone needs to be a part of it to, to make the wheels turn. And so much the same with, I, I'm sure, creating that tour, as you said, to rely on a, a tour manager, to to rely on not only that, but your, your audience. Your audience is a part of that experience. Because if we wouldn't... Um, I think we live on recognition as humans to some regard, because if not... Yeah, exactly. It's currency. And if not, like, uh, relying on recognition, then we'd all be bedroom musicians. We'd be totally comfortable just being, um, alone and performing, uh, for ourselves. But there's something special about that audience connection and that interaction. Hi, uh, do you want to discuss, um, maybe how you connect with your audience and, and things you, you focus on during your performances? I think the biggest thing with connecting with my audience, uh, so not, I don't know if it's like a, a thing with connecting with my audience, is A, first of all, I do absolutely no planned banter. There's no like between this song to this song, I say this. There's a, like, yeah, I try to keep it all spur of the moment. If I start a rant, I have no idea where I'm going when I start it. So you know you're getting what the fucking tagline of my soul is. And not all of them come out great, you know, like it's sometimes they sometimes I can tell across the line one way, whether it's like offensive or like just like poor taste. And it's like totally not intentional, but it's just the realness of it that I try to I try to ride out. But I've I've attempted to use like little stage hacks and stuff like that. And over the years, I found it's just respecting the audience. Um, I guarantee you that when I was 16, very few people rivaled my level of offensiveness. And that's like who I was. Like, I'm not even going to try to be like, oh, that was me. I was just young and dumb. I was like a fucking really hateful and like angry kid. And like within, within the growth pattern to like come out on like a more positive side, that's, I'm, I'm just trying to like showcase that moment on stage in real time specifically for this festival run like three emancipator remixes i did a pretty lights one and glitch mob and those songs were just a forecast of like this whole week before i even knew it and so when we end up with like a situation like building half of our stage and then having to tear it down and move it to a completely new location yes this happened and um, when it happened, f- like Fred had been here on Father's Day, which is also his birthday, and worked through it to leave and come back and have it torn down. And then I showed up, and I don't have the fucking skill levels that Fred does, but I had the fucking team that he assembled. And then when I'm on stage in real time, looking at Fred saying things like, 
the stage in which we built is just a mark of our resilience. It's the things that I'm writing about are getting too real to not have people in the crowd that I can connect with. Where can people find your music? I get so involved in these things that I always forget. I'm like, yeah, there's like things coming out and da, da, da. Um, so I have currently I've made sure that the majority of my music is available on any of the free streaming sites. So like, you don't got to buy my music. Just fucking go to Spotify and stream. It. I'm plenty happy with that. Um, the videos typically go the YouTube direction. Um, post like the Facebook and Instagram and like my new things, but it's obviously not the best way to get the actual content. Um, I have two albums coming out um, in the rest of the year. They're both fully recorded. I'm in the mixing and editing process right now. Uh, one is, well, they're both, it's called The Collapsing Infrastructure of Our Reality, Part 1 and 2. Um, part 1 focuses on the collapse of the system in which the world is, like, de- the decaying system, the decaying ancient system that, that all of this has been built on and just watching the tethers from it slowly, like, pull and unravel. And then the other one is more so the collapsing infrastructure of the old decaying mentality being replaced by new growth. And that will be coming. Yeah, I, all my stuff, I just, I, I do the cheat. I just go to CD Baby. I'm like, y'all send this to fucking everybody who streams music. I don't know about Deezer and Pandora and all those things. I don't fucking know, but I'm like, they'll put it on everywhere. So I should be anywhere you look except fucking SoundCloud. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and share with our audience some amazing knowledge. And on top of that, thank you for pursuing your dreams, pursuing your passions, because it's people like you who are taking the time to boldly go against the norm and like speak what's in your heart and speak authentically and truthfully. So we appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of our community. I just would like to say, like, my most common response to people in these situations is that, like, community needs everybody who loves it that's not just a musician to be doing their part in it. Because, like, that's if if there aren't people like you, the finite interworkings of these stories are never told. And then we can never learn from them and stop the mistakes before they happen in the future. Cause nobody knows what the fuck happened. <laughs> like, or whether it's your, or whether it's the security team or the medical team with it's like wicked training or like harm reduction, like artists might be what set the flare off, but it's, we're just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole fucking pyramid underneath of us. That's like holding us at that spot. And as far as I'm concerned, the, pyramid is a singularity well put and i to those who are listening will be actually getting some cool interviews with some people behind the scenes all weekend i everyone from the artists to the performers the people who are throwing the show um thank you so much to curiosity music festival for all this amazing work this weekend i all the volunteers all the people who have been building stages including you Justin, thank you so much for everything. And we're excited to hear your upcoming albums and releases in the future. Thank you so much. I'm just happy to be a part of the another part of the, the wheel spinning, you know what I mean? So thank you very much anytime. All right. You have an amazing summer, G Radio and the Dreamzine followers. I More to come throughout the weekend. Much love. Peace, guys. 